Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable and questioning everything, saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Introducing husband and wife duo, Jonathan and Renee Shapiro. They are the founders of Mindset Wellness, an innovative CBD brand that gives consumers the power to choose how they want to feel. After years of suffering from chronic anxiety with no solution and no relief in sight, finally, Jonathan was turned on to CBD oil and found the relief that he needed, which was, of course, the inspiration for creating Mindset Wellness. Hello, Super Expanders. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited because this actually is the first time I have ever, ever, ever had a husband and wife team together sitting right before me. And they're not just husband and wife. They are husband and wife business partners as well, which I feel like is just an art and a skill in and of itself. And so without further ado, let me just introduce you to John and Renee of Mindset Wellness. Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. Hello. Hello. We are so happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Yes, I am so excited to dive into all things mindset, all things CBD, because that is really what we're about to dive in and talk about your company. But before we do that, I really just want to know who, who are John and Renee deep down on, on a soul level? Um, Creators, <laughs> creators to start with, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I certainly can't speak for Renee as much as we've been uh, codependently linked for this many years. Uh, but, you know, I can tell you that uh, who I am at the very base, and I've done a lot, obviously a lot of uh, soul searching to figure out. Uh, I'm a very damaged five-year-old uh, who has figured out survival tactics uh, to get to this point. Uh, and that's really, I think, who I am in a nutshell. Along the way, there's been some adventures, uh, you know, tremendous uh, successes, tremendous disappointments. Uh, but, you know, uh, at the end of the day, uh, just looking for share the love, spread the love. I mean, that's really about it. Oh my gosh. This is, you guys already know this is going to be a great conversation when it starts with uh, partners and codependency. And that's exactly how, when I first met the two of these guys, that was basically the introduction. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And he's already talking about his, his inner child trauma. So <laughs> we know this is going to be a fun and interesting conversation. Okay. Renee, let's let's toss it back to you because I think now we need to know more. We need to know more about you. Well, as as John said, we are happily codependent for about 30 years now, <laughs> 31. <laughs> um, 
I am, I am super human. <laughs> I have been, um, you know, I'm just really finding myself every, every new chapter growing each year, learning new things. And I love that. I love just growing and learning and exploring and creating. Yeah. I love that. That's, that's amazing. Okay. So let's, let's move straight into the really juicy topic of CBD and how mindset wellness came, came to be. So I've had the, the opportunity to try your CBD gummies because we met at the grand opening of ambition. And I took home all these goodies and both my daughter and I just literally fell in love with your products. So let's, let's tell everybody exactly what is mindset wellness and all about your products. Absolutely. So mindset wellness uh, at its base is the mood enhancement system, uh, plant-based mood enhancement system. Now we use CBD as the main engine of that system. And then we use terpenes, which are aromatic oils that you'll find in every fruit and vegetable. And they act as a navigation system for that engine. Uh, and so when we use specific terpenes in specific formulations and profiles with the CBD, we can navigate the user to a very specific mood or mindset, very subtly. Now, CBD, as many people don't know, or many people don't know, um, is completely non-intoxicating, right? So there's zero intoxication to CBD. It gets very confusing with THC, and THC has a lot of benefits, but this is not what this is. Um, and once people begin to understand that, uh, and once they begin to release some of the stigma around cannabis in general, because many of our consumers are what we call canna-curious. These are people who have heard about the wellness benefits of cannabis, but for whatever reason, you know, the marketing that they've been sold throughout their lives, it's just not something that they would consider for their own wellness benefits. And certainly they've been on a lot of pharmaceuticals because they trust their doctors implicitly, just like I did. Uh, and so there's an opportunity now with mindset wellness because of its outcome-based in the sense that you choose how you want to feel, you choose your mindset uh, for people to sort of more naturally uh, have an opportunity to experience CBD. And when they choose a mindset, whether it's a happy mindset or a calm mindset or a rest mindset, they're making this intention to feel a certain way. They're taking in uh, a gummy, a vegan organic gummy that tastes good. And you're going to take that gummy and it's going to have these various ingredients. And suddenly you're going to feel a certain way. And again, CBD is the lack of what you feel, right? It's not what you do feel. So when you get high, it's like you're adding something to the mix. Time and space changes. You drink, same thing. CBD is the opposite of that. CBD is going to remove that. CBD is going to rebalance. And in fact, many people don't know, but CBD is in the same category as coffee. Uh, and so it is really in that in that same kind of vein. And certainly we see coffee as a, a, an easy modality when we wake up in the morning. Yeah. And so Mindset Wellness came about, uh, like many brands came about, because of necessity. Uh, I, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast, had suffered these traumas when I was a young person, and I never really got them dealt with properly. And so my journey was fraught with anxiety and with mental health issues as I was going up uh, through my life. And when you have that perspective, you become a victim, and you victimize yourself, and you become victimized. And so you it's a self-fulfilling prophecy of things that begin to happen to you. Uh, and 
I got to a very specific point at a very early age where I really looked at the precipice and said, I don't know if life is something that I really want to be doing. Um, and it was not in a, in, in a dramatic way of saying, I want to end my life and there's a big funeral. It was just like, if every day is going to be uncomfortable and painful, is this really what I'm signing on for? Is this what I'm here for? Uh, and But once you come to that realization, there's almost an incredible freedom. And once I had that freedom, I was able to then experiment. And that's when I landed into my first role, which was hip hop, right? And I found the hip hop music spoke to me in a way that nothing else did. It gave me strength. It gave me a power and a purpose. And this was in the very uh, late 80s, early 90s. And I decided that was going to be my career. And so instead of going off to Ohio State or Syracuse, like my friends, I went into the hip hop business. I changed my name to John Saint and off I went. And when you make that initial you know, movement to the universe, the universe rewards you almost immediately. And two weeks in, I needed a place to crash. And who did I crash into? <laughs> uh, but uh, Renee. And so Renee was uh, actually living on 22nd in Lexington. That's true. <laughs> uh, and I was crashing with some of my friends from high school. We're living beneath her. And just a series of events happened. And four in the morning, Renee knocks on the door and says, I need a place to crash too. The next thing you know, she's next to me. And I just, I fell in love um, and she didn't know it. Um, but, uh, and that was it. And we've been, uh, I have clung to her uh, and tortured her uh, ever since. And uh, whether or not, whether or not it was a Lots good decision. Lots of calm gummies over whether, here. Whether or not it was a good decision on her part is really going to be determined, I guess, by her. For me, it was a win-win. I, I, I did great. Um, but uh, I, I've gotten a lot of support. But in the hip hop business, what I did was, and again, that was sort of my first therapy, it was music therapy. And I found this tremendous outlet in music, in performing, in writing, in producing, and in being part of a, a, a movement that was really exciting and new at the time. Hip hop was really exciting. And if you were in New York uh, in 1989, I mean, you were in the middle of everything that was happening in that space. And like a lot of spaces that I entered or uh, into later, I was again a fish out of water, a young Jewish kid from the suburbs doesn't really make sense in hip hop, but you find your place and you find your people. Um, and one of the things it did was it taught me about who I was a little bit more. I had a fantastic producer who said, listen, I love that you love what this hip hop is, but let's bring a little bit of who you are into this. And so slowly but surely a sound developed and, and it really became more of a, a hybrid of rock and pop and hip hop. And it spoke to me, but of course, uh, anxiety is a funny thing. And just when you think you may have figured it out, it came back and I was actually on tour in Miami uh, at a big event. And I had a complete mental breakdown, just a complete panic attack that I thought this was the worst thing that was ever going to happen to me. And I ended up in the bathtub of the hotel and I, I just had to get home that night. And I remember calling in and I never went back. I, you know, it took me years before I ever got back to it. Uh, but that opened another door. And that was that Renee, while I was building in the music business, uh, was entrepreneurial. She had always been in the retail space uh, selling clothing. And she opened a small concession. Uh, it was called Beautiful Baby, and it was in this uh, town in the five towns in Long Island. And before you knew it, she had created this one little counter in this maternity store, this hit little store. Everybody was coming in to do their layouts with her. I didn't even know what a layout was, <laughs> right? And so everyone was buying their layouts with her. And so I saw this, I saw it. I saw all the love and all the sort of the, the, the passion I had from the music business, all the promotion, all the stuff that I saw. I said, wait a minute, what if we did this? We did it in the suburbs. Uh, and we did it in a place that was safe for me and I felt comfortable. 
and so ultimately beautiful baby quickly became beautiful yeah. kids and eventually became beautiful girl. And that's when the magic really took off. And that was chapter number two. And that was beautiful girl. And so beautiful girl became on the map because we were trendsetters. We were able to see what was going to happen in the fashion business before it was happening. And so if it was happening in LA, if it was happening overseas, for whatever reason, we were onto it. And we were these people who could bring it to the suburbs and then people could eat it up. And so we hit it big with Paul Frank with the monkey. And then we hit it really big with a brand called Ed Hardy, which I think everybody remembers from yes. the t-shirts. And Ed Hardy was, again, my music background played a great moment because when I met Christian and the Ed Hardy team originally, um, I just could not believe what I was seeing. It, it, the t-shirts spoke to me in a way that nothing else spoke to me. I knew this was immediate and I knew that we needed to just spend every, all of our budget almost immediately. And Renee was looking like you are crazy, but she was in too. And it was a hit. And before you knew it, we were the number one place to get Ed Hardy on Long Island. Uh, and that expanded us to another store very quickly. Uh, and we were riding high, man. It was good, man, because the, the success I didn't get in the music business I was getting now. And I was spending that money. I was getting Benzes and Lexuses and I got a house and I was feeling good. And, you know, and then the recession came. Uh, 2008 came and uh, Bernie made off uh, made off with a lot of my customers' money, um, and it was a very impactive thing in my community. And the, the, this, these, the suburbs felt it in a really weird way. Mm. And what happened was they stopped buying $250 T-shirts. Big surprise, why? Because Grandma didn't want to come and do the spending spree anymore. But what I realized when I went on sale was that the line, once I went on sale, was around the corner. And so it wasn't that people didn't have money to spend. They wanted to spend it differently. And that's when I realized that there was an opportunity. And that's when the concept of fast fashion for the suburbs uh, came about. And this was a year prior to Instagram launching, but it all sort of coordinated together. And so I came up with the concept of mixology clothing company. It was going to be fast fashion. Uh, but fast fashion, the way it was right there, there was no brands in the space. It was all just clothing that looked like designer clothing, but it was brandless. And so my uh, contribution to the space as they was, was bringing brands to it. And so I created Gab and Kate, I created Brooklyn Karma, I created Dara Dahl, I created Sunday Stevens, I created Decker. And each one of these brands became million dollar selling brands for mixology unto themselves. They filled specific categories in the business. And to this day, people, you know, you can go on Poshmark and find these brands. Uh, and that business took off because the concept of people in the suburbs saying, wait, I could buy five shirts for $150. They're all brands that I can trust. Uh, and now I'm on Instagram and I can throw them away at the end of the day so I can wear a new outfit. Uh, it all coincided together. Um, and we quickly moved from store to store to store. And in 2018, 10 years later, we had 15 locations in every 1% suburb of the tri-state area, including the Hamptons and the Upper East Side. And I was absolutely Miserable, miserable, miserable. Uh, at the end of my rope, uh, you should backtrack a little bit. When I had my breakdown in the music business, Renee, uh, in order to keep our marriage together, uh, demanded that I get help. And I got on some hardcore pharmaceuticals. And I had been on those hardcore pharmaceuticals the entire trip from that point. And I am forever grateful for that doctor and forever grateful for the medicine uh, because it kept me alive and it kept me going. And it stopped the pain when the pain I felt like it wasn't going to stop. But 
it wasn't enough anymore. Being numb wasn't enough anymore. And so in 2018, just by chance, a employee, uh, a trusted employee, uh, said, "Here, try this. Uh, try this oil." Uh, and it had a cannabis leaf on it. It was brown bottle, and I was like, "F you! Get the hell out of here with this." I do not want to get high. I have anxiety that's going through the roof. I do not need this. And she was just like, no, you're not getting it. And obviously I was like a lot of people. I had seen the word CBD only, I think at a gas station when I pulled up or something. And it really, it didn't seem like it was anything I would ever be interested in. But, you know, uh, you try stuff and I tried it and I was very surprised uh, because it was as if uh, a mental toothache subsided. So imagine everything you're doing your entire life, you have a toothache, right? And sometimes the toothache's really bad and you got to go to bed. And sometimes it's not so bad. So you're working and you're with your kids and you're doing, you're driving. Now imagine it's gone. Yeah. I can identify with that. That all of a sudden you're like, you didn't even know how good I could get. And then suddenly you're like, wait a minute, this, there's another way. And so obviously I became obsessed with wanting to reproduce this. And so in order to want to reproduce this feeling, I wanted to understand what was happening to me. And so what I thought would be a weekend maybe of doing some research on what CBD was became six months of just hardcore, just digging deep, just because it was so goddamn fascinating to me. And as a brand builder, I was just appalled at the lost opportunity to get something so perfect and something so simple out to the public. Um, and there was so much confusion and lack of education in the space about what CBD was, how it worked, what, you know, and I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I got to do this. I got to get a CBD brand out there just for no other reason than to spread the wellness. And, uh, you know, the universe is funny. Yeah. Uh, I went to my partners at the time and I said, Hey guys, I want to do a CBD company and Hey, we're in the apparel business, right? Why would we want to do that? And the answer was absolutely no. And so we had to make a choice. You know, we had to say, listen, are we going to continue with this lucrative business and supports us, our kids and our lifestyle or, you know, celebrities in the community, or we're going to start from scratch. Uh, are we going to do this completely over? Uh, and that was the choice we made. And, you know, again, it wasn't made lightly, but I looked at my wife and said, honey, you know, do you want to, do you want to start over? Because this is, you know, this is not a small undertaking. We're not independently wealthy people. Yeah. Uh, I said, absolutely. We are going to start over because we weren't happy. You can't stay in the same place, do the same things and grow. Like it was time. It was time for a move. And so yeah. we chose our mindset uh, and that was sort of what it was. And, and, and then uh, once you made that decision and of course, you know, cavalcated things happen and, and, and uh, some, 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 some great serendipitous things happened. And then of course, the pandemic came and the mm -hmm. pandemic hit. Uh, and suddenly it was, you know, obviously a whirlwind. And it was weird because I was home, right? I had left Mixology. I was building the CBD brand. So I've been home for a couple of months and then suddenly everybody else was home. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And, but it was, you know, obviously very shocking. There were some things that happened that were very troubling for my older business in terms of monies that were owed to me that didn't get paid. And, and it was very scary for me, somebody with anxiety that, uh, you know, doesn't need to exasperate it. And this was my moment. I knew this was my moment. I was either going to completely break down and I was never going to come back from this because the entire world was on my shoulders. My kids were home. I had no income. This was it. Or I was going to stand up. I was going to choose it. I was going to make it happen. I was going to use everything I knew. I was going to, you know, kick myself in the ass and get going. And, 
I said, Renee, what do we do? And she said, why don't we do our own brand? Let's just do it ourselves. Forget about investors. Forget about, you know, all this thing that we're trying to do. Just forget about pitch decks. Let's just do it. Let's do it like we did when we did our first clothing store. We had some clothing and we sold it to people. And then we bought more clothing and we sold it to more people. Let's just do it. I said, yeah. And then as soon as she said that, it gave me this incredible freedom. And the same way I was able to visualize mixology when it came out, I was able to visualize mindset. Uh, and it was, uh, if you saw that, what is it? Queen's Gambit, which mm-hmm. is such a great show. And she's like, the chess pieces on the ceiling and crap. It was almost the same thing. It's like, I could see every product. I could see how it sits on a shelf. I could see the colors. I could see how the emojis connotated each mood. I could see the formulizations because I had done all the research. So I understood how those terpenes and I was just like in a frantic place at that point, searching and going, wait a minute, pinings for focus. And I went and I'm like looking it up and I'm like, holy shit, it is. And then suddenly it was just a matter of, wait a minute, I got to actually create this stuff. Now, as a brand builder, um, I had the experience of making all the fonts. I was a font person. I love fonts and I love brands and I love tags. And so I was able to create the the packaging very quickly. And then the website, uh, you know, you don't have to be very skilled anymore. I was a Shopify web builder. So I was able to build the site really quick and it looked great. It felt great. And then it was, okay, well, what do we do? We got to get products. And then, yeah, and somehow the universe just works when you put it out there, you put something out there and you ask for it and it comes, we like called so many different places. We remember it's the pandemic, so we couldn't meet with anyone in person. We couldn't, you know, go anywhere to research. Everything was through Zoom, through video, through phone calls. So I have a laundry list of, you know calling all the, what are the top formulators in the business? And I'm telling them my concept. I have this idea to combine CBD with the select terpene profile to navigate you to a mood. And it's like click after click after click. One person says, this is a great idea. Uh, Your minimum order quantity is going to be like 10 million units or something. And I was like, okay. Then of course, like Renee said, the universe just steps in. One guy says, oh my God, this is, this is great. This is brilliant. I got this guy, this formulator guy. He loves terpenes. You got to get on the phone with him. And we just start digging terpenes and just talking about terps and just talking about it. And before you know it, they're like, oh, by the way, we have this huge facility. You know, we're cranking out millions of gummies a day. And I'm like, well, that's great, but we want them vegan, you know? And they were like, oh, that's going to be this. And then we just started the conversation. And then slowly but surely, it was actually a reverse engineering for us because we wanted to make a very pure, very clean piece of candy. And so it was removing constantly going back and saying, wait, what is this ingredient? Take it out. We don't need it. And so we got what is, uh, ended up being an apple pectin based uh, gummy infused with full spectrum CBD and select terpenes and adaptions. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's clean. It's got vegetable dyes. It's got all natural flavors. And so you can feel good uh, about putting a piece of candy in your mouth and, and not feeling bad. Um, and we have to do give credit. There was an influencer who, um, loved our brand very, very early on. And she actually noticed the ingredients. Yeah. She noticed one of the dyes. And she said, do you know that this dye is illegal in in, in Europe? And and we said, no, I had no No, idea. Because it's obviously here, the FDA approved it. Um, And so that was a great thing. And so I think that's been the evolution. So we, we went and we remade them. We like completely took the dyes out that were not appropriate and just use vegetable dyes now. That's but amazing. I think that, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that the the moral of you know the story, and again, where we are now is you know at this incredibly uh, 
unique point where I've been a couple of times um, where you're sort of, you get a little bit up the mountain. Uh, you're not over the mountain yet, but you're starting to get a little bit of that excitement, that momentum that starts to build that you don't have to create every bit of energy yourself. And as you know, as a founder or as a creator, uh, usually you are really pushing and pulling and doing all of those things completely out of your own energy. And there's no attaboys for you. Nobody's saying, hey, you're doing a great job, kid. It's you saying that to yourself. And so once you get a little bit of that momentum and you get people like yourself saying, hey, come on the podcast, then wait a minute. Then we go, okay, maybe we've, maybe we're, maybe we're getting where we where we're supposed to go, right? Maybe we're starting to hit some of those those points that we're we're, we're really looking to aim for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you have a you have a pretty big collaboration that's that's going down. Let's talk about that. Yeah, uh, we have two incredible collaborations. Uh, the first is oh, we uh, have three actually. There's we do have three incredible three. collaborations. Well, thank you, sweetheart. We have three incredible <laughs> collaborations. Um, so uh, I'm going to talk about the Mother's Day one first because uh, Mother's Day is uh, coming up. Um, and that is the Mom's Time Out. And that is in partnership with Liz Stern of Diva Moms. This is the Mom's Time Out. <laughs> oh uh, and this was an absolutely brilliant concept that uh, Liz, if, any, if everybody knows, is like a mom whisperer. She's got written some great books. And she has a retreat called Mom's Time Out. And she had her gummies at the retreat. And people were, oh, my God, this is better than wine. This is better than, long story short, she said, let's do something together. And we created the Mom's Time Out. And now you're going to see that everywhere. And then, of course, we got our second really exciting uh, collaboration. And that is with fitness guru and philanthropist Isaac Boots. Isaac is a big fan of Mindset and invited us out to be the first CBD brand uh, to ever activate with Fred Siegel and him out in the Hamptons a couple of years ago. And we've stayed in touch and we're waiting for the right time. And Isaac is such a brilliant guy. Uh, he said, listen, gummies, I love gummies, but I have something incredible. And I said, what is it, Isaac? He said, listen, transdermal patches, look into it. And I didn't know anything about it. And so I went and I did the research and I was like, wow. And so we have an incredible, we work with the top transdermal patch uh, manufacturer in California, unbelievable. And it's a time-released hydrogel that goes on any part of your skin. You can remove it and unremove it. And it's going to do two things. It's going to release your anxiety and it's going to increase your energy. It's really the feeling of being torched without being at a torch class. Because if you've ever taken one of Isaac's classes, you know that's how you feel. The energy comes up, the anxiety comes down, you're feeling so good. Uh, and so we use green tea extract as our secret ingredient in our torch product. So we're really excited about that. And then, of course, we have our dating survival pack with Alana Dunn and Seeing Other People. Uh, Seeing Other People is an incredible dating podcast. And she used our products, especially our Happy and Calm Gummies, to navigate the crazy dating world of New York City. And in fact, by using our products, she actually found the love of her life. True story. Got engaged and said, let's do a product because this really changed it for me. And so we have the dating survival pack and that's 10 happy and 10 calm. Everything, of course, is available at Mindset Wellness. 
Uh, and those are our three uh, big, exciting collaborations that we're working on now with, uh, you know, lots of exciting collaborations to come. I think that's part of the, the fun of being in, 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 in this business is getting to work with brands and, and, and personalities and philanthropists and, and, and uh, you know, working with each other's audiences and, and, and building communities. It's just it's the thrilling part of it. Oh, my goodness. That's so exciting. All right. Now, now we just need to make a super expander uh, gummy. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Or, or a patch. So I want to roll back and ask about this patch. Is that supposed to be kind of like a pre-works, pre-workout situation? Or what's the with the green tea? Yeah, That's kind of what I was hearing. Yeah, we're Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to get you ready for your workout. It's going to increase your energy and lower your stress. And that's when you're going to do it. You're going to put it on. You can put it on during your workout, like before and into your workout. Oh my goodness. I am I loving this. That's really, really exciting because I feel like, you know what? Well, I, I took a pre-workout maybe like twice and I'm like, Ooh, this is like, it's, it's a lot for me, but I feel like this would be a whole different kind of, um, whole different kind of vibe. Yeah. Well, it's time release. So that's actually a really good thing. Yeah. You know, the, the, the technology on it, when I learned about it, it was really fascinating stuff. I mean, it's it's a really intricate proprietary technology. That, as I said, they use this hydrogel. So it's 25% water barrier, and then it becomes absorbed over time. It's it's really re a remarkable way to, um, you know, to get the efficacy of CBD. Oh my goodness. This is really exciting. So I know everyone listening, there's got to be some people out there listening that are like, you know, I've had this like on my heart and I wanted to start a business. I, and I feel like it's, can be really daunting thought to start a business, especially a product-based business where you actually have to source things. And I know that this, you could probably just like teach a whole like six month course on how, how to do this. But if you were going to give like a tip or point somebody in the right direction on how they could get started with something like that, what would that be? Yeah. I mean, the best thing I could tell anybody is people uh, do business with people. So do business with people, talk to people, start with your low hanging fruit, go to somebody, you know, call your friend who you might could give you a recommendation to get you to the next person. This person doesn't know. Okay. Thank you. Can you tell me who you would put me to? And I can guarantee you within five, 10 phone calls, you'll, you'll be able to get to where you, you need to go. Now, can you Google everything? Yes. Can you do that and make those cold calls? Yes. But ultimately uh, people do business with people. Uh, and and that's been the, the, the greatest strength through, through all of our verticals is that if you are honest and you're authentic with people, then, you know, people are happy to help. And if you say a very simple phrase, you know, would you be willing? Uh, most people are willing uh, to help. Uh, you just got to ask for it. You know, you got to put your ego aside. And big part of building a business is, you know, you got to have no egos. I mean, listen, I've been in the music business. I've been in the retail business. Now I've been in the cannabis business. I have never met the biggest assholes in this businesses than anybody in my life. I mean, the egos are so out of control. Each each one of the spaces thinks they're so much more important than the next. It's all such nonsense. It's all such bullshit, right? We know what it's about. Um, and, and so, you know, you got to find those alignments. You got to find those people that are going to help you. They're going to be your angels. They're going to be your guiding uh, lights. Uh, and it's worth it. Again, I always say uh, quality over quantity. You know, it's worth it to take the time, have a conversation, take someone out for a cup of coffee, pick their brain. You'll find a lot more than making a hundred cold calls that, that really don't get you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also about just walking through that fear, moving through that fear and, you know, the expectation of having everything perfect, just do it. 
Like you get, you have to make the move and do it and walk through the fear. And once you do that, you'll see everything starts to fall into place and more opportunities open up. The more you walk through the fear, make the moves and, and do it. And don't stop yourself by talking yourself out of it. Like sometimes we tend to do that with our egos. Like it could tell us a million different reasons why not, but really ask yourself, of course I can. Like, you know, like, yeah. Of course I can. I love that. Absolutely. Right. We, if you have to take a little bit of action. I feel like that's, that's the thing people like kind of sit in, in the fear and the best way mm-hmm. to move through fear really is by, I mean, it's movement by, by doing something, doing anything. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, listen, for me, my, my, my theory was, listen, I'm going to be scared either way. So I might as well do something with it. You know, I might as well use it as a motivation. Uh, and that was my thought for you know, many years. I said, okay, listen, if I can't figure out how to be happy, at least let me motivate myself to do something. Maybe I'll figure out a, a way. And that was, of course, part of the journey was, you know, sort of going, looking for that, you know, finding that happiness, finding what that happiness looked like uh, along the way. Absolutely. Okay. Right here. Yeah. So I, I know, I know that all of your products are your favorite, but if, when you choose your own adventure, what is your most often chosen uh, mindset? Gummy. Mine is calm. Calm is my go-to, but I do often like to combine the calm and the focus. Oh, you make like a little cocktail like that. Yes, I do. It really works for me. Calm and focus is like my, my jam. (gasps) You know, happy is my favorite. Happy was my first formula. Uh, That's my most uplifting. That's the limonene. I just, I love happy, a happy gummy uh, and Netflix is what I need. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, happy, happy is your baby, huh? I love that. That's so good. Okay, so I know you guys. Uh, you know you're so busy with building this this business, so many collaborations, and so many things on your plate. So I just want to know how can people find you? Because I know that they are they're listening. They're like, I need to get in on this. So how, what's the best way for them to to find you? Yeah, well, the best way, and by the way, it depends what you're looking for us for. If you are looking as a consumer to buy Mindset Wellness products, then 100% go to mindsetwellness.com and you'll see everything. It's beautiful. It's laid out clearly and you can figure it out. If you are a business that wants to carry Mindset products, we are opening up our business to business channels. And of course, you can get in touch with us that way as well. Uh, and then, of course, finally, if you're looking to invest in Mindset, <laughs> uh, we have some wonderful investment opportunities, and you can contact our attorneys for those. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> there's some, you know, there's, but no, but also follow us on Instagram because no. we have a lot of in-person, in real life. This is a great point. I'm so, you know what? I'm so glad you mentioned that. This is really important. And I'm asking everybody, would you be willing, um, super expanded audience, would you be willing to do us one favor? Please follow us on Instagram. As a cannabis brand, even though we're CBD, they consider us cannabis. We are blacklisted on Instagram and Facebook. And we cannot advertise. We cannot work with the algorithm. We cannot make peace with them. And so we have to beg and scrape for every follower. Uh, When I was in the clothing business, it was a much different way. We were able to gain things very quickly. So I'm asking you, please go to Mindset Wellness CBD on Instagram and give us that follow because you'll see where we're going. A lot of fun things. I don't know 100% when this is airing, but... Um, we will be, uh, at, uh, luxury meets cannabis conference at, uh, May 18th and 19th. If you're in the space, uh, I'll be speaking on the main stage at 1030 on May 19th about the re-rise of CBD wellness with beauty independent. 
and then on May 21st, we will be at the Moxie in Williamsburg, where we will be having an exciting uh, Mind Your Heart, uh, A-R-T in quotations event with the Cosmic Project, uh, Rebecca Herringer, a beautiful artist who has Tay-Sachs, and we are going to be raising money for uh, that cause. So please check us out at those events. Amazing. Yeah. So you guys are scrapping for followers on Instagram. I think everybody else is too, though. So I think it's almost like become a level playing field. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Right. I was, so make sure. was I victimizing myself? Oh, I, wasn't. I was. I was playing the victim. Like, I don't know if you've heard anybody else talking about what's going on on Instagram these days, but I, th I think now that's just how how it be. Um, but <laughs> Okay. Good. Well, I'm learning. That's fine. That? Now I don't feel bad. I, I, no, well, I'm teasing with you. You guys make sure that you scroll down in the show notes and of course all those links and uh instagram handle will be there for your your ease give them a follow and make sure you tell them where you heard about them how you found them and you know try out their products and and let us know which mindset is your favorite choose your own adventure experience i i want to know for sure and i can't wait to try these patches out i'm super excited about that so could you leave us with maybe one just juicy nugget of wisdom, whether it's something that you might have given advice to your younger self, or whether it's just a something that you've come along the way while you're building your business and you're like, this really was a game changer for me. Just breathe. Oh, yeah, yes. I like that. <laughs> and I didn't even pay them to say that, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, just breathe. I know that's great. I would say for me, it was don't let, uh, perfection get in the way of progress. Yes. Uh, do not let perfect be the enemy of progress. I love that. Yeah. Um, you so know, good. also, listen, also I would say for, for young entrepreneurs, ideas are great, but execution is everything. An idea that you don't execute means shit. So Boom. get out there. And yeah. Three mic drops right there in a row. Yes. Such goodness. Thank you guys so much for being here, for sharing your wisdom, sharing your story, and for sharing your amazing product that is really changing the mindsets of every single person that um, it encounters. Thank you. Thank you so much for this. We really appreciate it. Yes. We will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.